Good news, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Broken Bougie Podcast. I'm Chrissy. I'm Quinn. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great, Chrissy. Thanks for asking. Oh, great. That's what I wanted to hear. Gosh, I'm trying to be a nicer version of myself. So I felt like asking people how they are. It's great instead of me jumping in and being like, oh my gosh, I'm not so great. Well, so you're asking me how I'm doing? Are you, yeah, you're saying- I'm asking you how you're doing. How are you? Oh, you know, just peachy. See? <laughs> great. Thanks. Thanks for asking. That is lovely to ask someone how they're doing. I know. It is. Um, I... Sorry, I'm looking at something because... Clearly. <laughs> well, I was in New York, and then my friend sent me this thing. They're putting the world's largest Harry Potter store in New York. Super excited about that, because I'm literally going to plan a trip around going to the store. Okay, congratulations <laughs> to you and your Harry Potter dreams. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. Not yeah. just me, me and the millions of people. That love Harry to Potter. To all the Harry Potter fans, congratulations to this huge, exciting day for you. You know who would be excited well, to go to the store? And she doesn't who? watch Harry Potter, but Lily, because there's wands and I'm sure it's going to be like interactive. If you've ever gone oh, yeah. to Universal, they have like the stores. You can buy a wand. And then when you're going to like the um, Dungeon Alley or anywhere all throughout Harry Potter world, your wand make something come alive. It's very interactive. So I can only imagine what this store is going to do or bring. Good for you. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go on my tangent for Harry Potter. My love. I see. I see. My love, not lust. Okay. So, <laughs> Good so what we're talking about today, great segue. So you love Harry Potter. You don't I lust. L- I don't lust after Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Okay. So what would you, what's your definition of love and what's your definition of lust? I feel like my definition of love is like you love someone, like you are it or an item or whatever, your heart's in it. Like, I feel like your heart's in it, um, your brain's in it. Like you, you get this tingly feeling and it's just like pure joy and happiness. Love. What's your definition of just lust? And then lust is like you get, a tingling feeling too, but somewhere else. <laughs> Kristen Murray. You asked I... me. <laughs> you do. So one's, wait, so one's a heart tingle, the other's a pussy tingle? What? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said you what get was like, a heart, like your heart fluthers and tingles in your head does too like you're in line with the same and I said you get a tingling feeling when you're in lust somewhere else is it in okay, the nether so regions yes <laughs> okay where is it at 
Where is it? <laughs> it's what she said. <laughs> but yeah, I also feel like like less you can get butterflies and like people are like, oh, I get butterflies when I'm in love. But I feel like butterflies are like more of like your lust. I feel like your lust is like, you're so enthralled and so in with this person. It's almost like your head, I guess people could say that for love too, that your mind is cloudy. I think that's a good, I think that's a good point that you make because love and lust have so many similar qualities. People might feel like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I'm in love. And they're actually like lustful feelings. Yeah. You have the butterflies. Yeah. You tingle in places. (laughs) Not all the same places. Not all the same places, but that tingly feeling like your judgment is clouded. And that could be a good thing when it's love that is on both sides, but it can be a bad thing if one person loves another person and the other person just lusts after the other person. That is true. And I think a lot of the relationships that are going on right now involve love and lust interchangeably. I think so. A hundred percent. I think, do you mean like one partner is in love and one is like in lust? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can see a lot of that happening, especially in, um, I hate to say it, but in like the celebrity world, you oh, know, yeah. like back in the day, like yeah. it, people would break up and it was such a shock, like, because people stayed together. Yeah. Um, and it was just such a shock, even for like the celebrity world. I remember when like Brad Pitt and, Jennifer, I can't think of her last name, but when they were like married and then all of a sudden he like went into be with Angelina Jolie and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like I feel like that. But I feel like in this day and age, it's a very small percentage of celebrities that actually stay together more than like two years. They break up. Yeah, for sure. They break up. Like super quick. And it's like this, these loving relationships, like, oh, they're so in love. And then they're just not. And then they're so in love with someone else. <laughs> they're also very quick to get engaged. I never understood mm-hmm. that. Why they're so quick. I think that's love versus lust. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that passion, that quickness, that rushness is lustful. Like love is patient. I know that sounds so like cliche, but like love is patient. Like love is kind. Like love is slow. It's built over time like that quick attraction to someone, like to me, my definition, that's lust. That's that lustfulness Mm -hmm. you have over someone. And sometimes it's not sexual. Sometimes it's a connection you can have with someone. A lot of the times it's sexual, bro. A lot (laughs) of the times. For lust, a lot of times it is sexual, but I feel like love comes into play because of the connection you have with someone. I feel like it might, you might have a connection And then that is what drives the driving force of your sexual relationship. And maybe that's why people might think it's love. Like, because it's like, I have this connection with this person. So our physical attraction is just heightened by our connection or like that we have and not still realizing that it might be lust over love. But have you ever been in a situation that was like a, a struggle between is this lustful or love? Did you have you ever been in something? Yeah, like that? I think when I was younger, a hundred percent. That's so funny that you say when you were younger. I think when you're younger, you 
don't know the difference. Whereas now as an adult, I definitely know if I'm in a lustful situation or a loving situation. Exactly. Because I felt like there's a guy or definitely two guys that I felt like at the time that all the actions and everything we were giving off was love. It wasn't, it was definitely, (laughs) I didn't know that, you know, you're young and you're like, what? But like you said, you get older, you definitely know now, like you start to feel like, wait, maybe this attraction is a different kind of attraction. Um, And I felt like you spot it earlier than you did when you were younger. Yeah, you do. And that's why you're just like, oh, and then you're, you're like, I could see this for what it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. It reminds um, me of like, um, or it just ties into, I don't know if you've seen that she posted this, but Kiki Palmer made a post about being single till she's married and she doesn't care about commitment. And being single doesn't mean that you're sleeping with everyone. It just means that you're not committed to one person. It's about one person steps up and says like, hey, I don't want you to be with anyone else and I'm like I could not agree more with you know those statements because imagine the perfect storm brewing you're in a confusing situation where if you don't know it's love or lust right Mm -hmm. then you're also in a situation where you're not committed to someone so you're not committed and you're in a confusing loving or lust situation that's a recipe for disaster yeah a hundred percent never that's never going to end well and then you, like you said, if there's celebrities that are involved in this too, because I feel like real people go through it, but celebrities do too. It just blows up. Yeah, it definitely publicly. I feel publicly. like it publicly blows up. And I laugh because, not because I laugh. I was watching on VH1 couples therapy. I don't know if it's called couples therapy, couples retreat. I don't know. Anyways, um, Ray J and Princess love is on it and you know they've been going through they've went through a divorce and then they reconciled and then filed for divorce again and um they were playing a relationship game some people who were just married were on there like um delicious and her husband and yandy and her husband and um rashida and her husband and they're playing this game and the people who don't like each other the most won the game for compatibility, which was Ray J and Princess. That means they knew each other. They were asking questions about each other and they answered every question right about each other. And literally someone was like, the couple that's divorced is the most compatible or getting divorced is the most compatible. So then they had like a therapist come out and the therapist was talking to them and she asked Princess, you know, why do you stay? do you feel this is a lust over love? And she said, it can't be less because me and him don't have sex. <laughs> like she just broke it out there. She was like, yeah. it's not, she was like, it's, it's not, she was like, it's love, it's family. She was like, but she was like on his end, she was like, I don't know if it's less on his side for me. She said, I know for sure it's love on my side. She was like, cause we don't have sex. But she was like, lust for him is different. I'm not looking at him in a very sexual way, the way he would look at me, you know, wanting Mm -hmm. to wear lingerie and things like that. So I thought she explained that well, because she said, it's for sure love on my side. But she said, I'm 100% not sure my husband 
loves me, I think he might lust more over me. Gotcha. And I was like, interesting. I never thought about that, but you said it. You think partners these days, one it's is inter- yeah, it's, it's like interchangeable. People think that it's love, but it really is lust and it can be interchangeable. Yeah. It can change. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes for women, like, they don't lust after someone sexually. They can lust after someone's lifestyle that they provide for them, you know? And a lot of women stay in relationships and things like that because of the lifestyle that's created for them. That's true. I never thought about that. People not just lust over a person, but they can lust over what you can give them. They can Mm -hmm. lust over, um, yeah, the lifestyle you can provide for them. Never thought about that not really great yeah not in a less like way like I know like people more would be like I'm attracted more to him because of the lifestyle he can provide but I never put that in like a less category <laughs> like I don't know I never thought about that as like love or less I just thought about it of like because some people's like oh the love of money that's not love you're not you don't you, that's not coming from a, a loving place. That's lust. You're lustful over money, you know? A hundred percent. You are um, lustful over money. That's why people, I don't understand when they say that love of money. And I'm like, no, it's less. I mean, literally they say money is the root of all evil. So why would love be in category with money? Love is not toxic. Love is not, you know, love is yeah. beautiful. Money can be toxic. Yeah. It can. It can be. So... That's interesting. See, look, you're enlightening me. My mind is like mind blown. Okay. No more, you know. <laughs> I just think that as you get older and navigating through relationships now, it's like you can see through bullshit, and that's the quicker you call it out and just not even like speaking to someone, just like recognizing it and just being like, yeah, this is what I'm not gonna do it's like the better off you'll be. I feel so too. And I feel like in this day and age, like people feel like you should stick around when someone has a yes. behavior. Yes. And I'm just like, but why? And that's in any category. Friends. Yes. Everything. They feel like you should stick it out. And I feel like I used to be that way. I used to be like, you know, you should hold on to this person and now, no, because you you keep doing the toxic traits or you, you keep toxic people around. Um, it's only going to make your life toxic in mm-hmm. some form or some way. I felt the same with relationships and people who have kids. They want to stay in a toxic relationship, not really realizing their kids are picking up on their toxic behavior and their mm-hmm. toxic relationship behaviors. So they feel, well, my mom and dad did this. Yep. Or my dad and girl or his girlfriend or any whatever way mm-hmm. did it. So why can't I do it? Why yep. can't I work it? And I feel like you said, the faster you can pinpoint it and get rid of it and and get out of that, then people will be like, you know, around you, your kids. And that's why I I like um when even I won't just say women, men do it. And they'll be like, she's toxic. I can't be with her. Yeah. It needs to end. 
I think that they used to have the notion that love was painful. Like you stick around and like mm-hmm. you endure and you suffer. That's not love. No, it's That's, definitely not love. Like it's beautiful. It should be a supporting situation. I agree with you. I do like when you hear about men and women who walk away from toxic situations. Yep. I feel like um, I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance and there. Oh my God. No, there's this couple that end up getting married. He didn't want to marry her because he literally called off their wedding the day of their wedding. <laughs> literally was like, we're, yeah. not, we're not getting married. But he ended up marrying her because it was kind of like a forceful situation, but they're so toxic for each other. Um, and she says how much she loves him. But I don't think she actually loves him. I think, like you said, I think she loves after what he can provide for her because she keeps trying to change him. And these are things she knew about him before. It wasn't things that he kept secret. He literally told her she believes in God and is um, she's Russian. So I don't know if she's Christian or Catholic or whatever. She believes in God. She goes to church. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God, our a higher power. He says he believes something's out there, maybe aliens, um, but he doesn't believe that. He's never kept that a secret. He's also never kept it a secret that he didn't want kids. And she wants kids. And so all these things, he's she's trying to change. She wants to live in a big city. He lives in Washington State, but like up in the mountains. Like he has a farm. Um, and I was like, these are things he told you. So you, do you love him or do you lust after what he could provide for you? I mean, he's a good looking man, very tall, you know, um, really wants a wife so he could take care of her. And I think she lusts after that. Like he'll always take care of me and be here for me. But then there's also those deal breakers like that. I feel like these are so important to you, your religion and having kids. And you still wanted to marry this man? At what point do you sacrifice your happiness? And I don't think love makes you sacrifice your happiness. Lust will make you sacrifice your happiness. Oh, that's a good one. Isn't that a good one? That is a good one. Love. Who am I today? Who are you? Are you a poet? Oh my gosh, snap. Look at I'm I'm colorful commentary. That's what I was told. <laughs> you have we colorful have a fan commentary. Who said Chrissy can- This fan of ours said, Chrissy carries the show and I'm colorful. I'm cute, colorful commentary. You are cute, colorful commentary, end quote. Well, just to let you know, fan, if you're listening to this, who's carrying the show now? Because it ain't me. (laughs) The poet right now, she is on a roll. I'm like, um, I I, I almost said the prophet because I was watching (laughs) Housewives. We can't call you the prophet. I am not the prophet. I do not play with that kind of stuff. Um, oh, obviously he ain't the prophet either. <laughs> oh my God. What was it called when people back in the day, like they were prophets. What were they called? Philosophers. I'm a philosopher. Yes, you're a philosopher. Yeah. Exactly. Girl, I really almost said prophet because I was watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And this prophet shouldn't be calling himself a prophet. I'm sorry. He shouldn't. That is just crazy. I don't. Yeah, no, I think that um, 
when you have to sacrifice your happiness, when you're confused or when you're doing any of those things, you're not in a mutual love relationship. It might be that one I was talking about where like you might love this person and that other person has a lustful attraction to you. So that's Quinn's TED talk, remove yourself from those type of situations because that only breeds toxicity. And Chrissy said it best. If you let that toxic stuff in your life, it will just be in there. You know, exactly. I think you have to pinpoint it too, because you, what you just said, um, is great. The person who's in love might not realize that person's in lust though. Mm-hmm. You might also realize it's also love on their end. I think that's also too, what keeps people in relationships. Sometimes it's like, I could see the truth, but I don't want to see the truth. And sometimes I feel like they're so blinded by their own love. They don't see the correlation that that person is in lust and not in love. Because mm-hmm. they're blinded by their own love. Love is blind. Did you say love is blind? Okay, Eve. <laughs> I actually got that off of um, Netflix and the show Love is Blind. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot Eve had a song called Love is Blind. Um, and now I just think, said, what you think is yeah. love is truly not. <laughs> I, I literally was thinking about the show um, Love is Wine. Where That's so funny. We went two different places. Yeah, we went two different places. <laughs> Pretty much the same effect. It ended up it. on the same road. That is yeah, funny. I was like, it's the same effect. The show Love is Wine is about showing that you can literally talk to someone and fall in love with who they are without seeing who they are. Which is, um, I think, again, people don't think that, but you can you can fall in lust with someone just because someone's telling you the right thing. I say this because people who are like catfished and they're like, oh, I love this person. No, you oh, yeah. have no idea of them. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those types are, they're feeding what you want to hear. Yes. And not necessarily what you need to hear. Um, and it's what you want to hear. And you're ignoring that they're yeah. also dodging the fuck out of you because they are catfishing you because they are catfishing you. Yeah. That happened on love is Blind. I don't think it was a catfish scenario, but they have so many people where they talk to each other, you know, they get in rooms and they talk to each other. Um, and there was this girl, Jessica, and she was talking to one guy and another guy and one of the guys didn't choose her but he chose another girl so he ended up being like and still on the show and then another Mm -hmm. guy chose her uh, but she was so blinded by lust over this guy especially when she finally seen him the other guy that didn't choose her that she missed out on the guy who actually loved her and was going to give her everything she really wanted Mm -hmm. and but she was so in lust with him he missed out on love and because definitely you know at the end he was seeing everything like what the you know things and she was so just I wish he would have chose me but I was like he didn't choose you because he wasn't in love with you he chose the girl he was in love with and married her you know so yeah it's it's crazy out here. It is. But you got to take your time and really get to know people. Crazy in a wild, wild west. It is. Oh my gosh. So I was going to download a dating app. Like I put something on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I'm ready for a boyfriend. Um, just joking. Like I was bored. Um, 
I got so many messages from so many people like, do not download a dating app. Like it is so metal. It's like the wild, wild west. Everyone just wants to hook up on there. So I've now decided uh, that I chickened out. And I'm I not feel like you it. should do it because I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to do it. No, no. I'm going to talk you into doing it. And I'm this is why <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, why to do it. I feel like you don't have to message anyone. These people don't know you. If you don't like what they're saying, all you have to do is remove them from your thing and they can't contact you anymore. And it's simple as that. Like, I feel like people put too much into dating um, site or dating apps. Um, I feel like you don't want to talk to that person anymore. You don't have to. You can remove them. You don't like what you're saying? It's great. What um, would be the dating app? Because I got, the most I got was Hinged. People told me to download Hinge. Hinge is the, to me, is the best because their dating app philosophy is we i'm going to screw this up so i'm going to google it um it says the app we want you to delete meaning they want you to they created a dating app where they want you to actually meet someone and delete the app and Hinge didn't start off like that. So Hinge actually started off, um, which I kind of liked. And then obviously as times evolved, it went away. Um, But I still think it's a a great concept. I think someone else should do it. If I knew more about technology, I would. Um, (laughs) It started off of six, six degrees of separation. So you had to get on Hinge. You had to actually um, log in through your Facebook. So it will only show you people who you are friends with, who might be friends with them. So it will show you your six degrees of separation or four degrees or two degrees. Hey, this person is friends with this person who you're friends with. Ask them about it. So it was more like that way you can ask these people about these guys or girls. And then you can see if you want like, oh, I, and it only did if you match with them. So if you match, it would say, hey, Kristen is friends what with this guy. I've too. heard people say that too. I don't know what that means, that term when you match with someone. What, like, it's a quiz you do and then it. No, 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 no. Match with someone means like if you want to see a guy, like say you're you're scrolling and you're like, oh, he's cute. So you heart him. And then it goes do 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 because you guys matched each other. Like he's also hard at you. You can't just heart people and talk to them. They have to heart you too. I guess, or depending on whatever app you're on. Uh, yeah. Tw- uh, Tinder is swiping. So Hinge isn't swiping. It's literally harding. You have to heart. Um, Tinder is swiping. Bumble is swiping. The only thing with Bumble is a guy can't message you unless you message them first. On Hinge, you can literally message once you guys match or he can message you. Um, but on Bumble, no one can um, message you. And, and even if you guys match, he can't message you until you message him. You have to be the first person to message. Um, I laugh because I follow a, I follow an influencer here in Atlanta and she's like divorced. She has two kids um, in her thirties, like us. Um, it's great. So she actually puts the the great 
dating, like she's on dating apps, she literally puts the gray, like this one's from Tinder. Look at this. Sorry, guys, you guys can't see it. Oh, um, girl, I, why, why do you, this is not going to convince me to download that. No, it's funny because she does all the bad ones. It's just the bad ones. And, and don't get me wrong. You're going to get some crazy bad ones. That's just life in the nature are. I feel people too are more upfront with who they are and their, like their needs. Um, I would say like their sexual needs or whatever. So if they're like into a fetish, they definitely, instead of hiding it, they put it out there. So like, if they want it to be like feet or something, (laughs) some of them still hide it because I feel like it's so taboo for like their kinks, but. What do you think about seven? Seven what? Seven cats. Like if I have seven cats and me and Lily, because clearly I'm about to be single forever. With you what you're have, talking like, about. Why don't I just get a dog? I don't really like dogs. If you get a dog, look, see, you can't take a cat to a cat park, but you can take a dog to a dog park. Can, I don't want to go to a dog park. And then you can meet a nice gentleman at a dog park. What the heck? What's wrong? I don't like dogs, so I don't want to date someone who has a dog. Oh my gosh. You... I mean, I don't dislike dogs. So there's a bar here um, called Bark, and it's a bar, but it's also a dog park. It's a bar, do- b- bar dog park. So you can take your dogs and you can drink, but it's also like a great way to meet people. Who have dogs? That's a great place to meet people with similar interests. Yeah, that has dogs. I used to go with my friend um, Kira. She moved though. Um, she had a dog, and she'd be like, "Want to meet me at Bark?" And we would sit there and we like drink and watch the dogs like play, and like people come over and talk to you because your interests. Here you have the interests. Well, all these people that are there, you like dogs. You're so funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna um, probably not download the app. I Maybe don't know. like a little cute dog, like Hector's dog. His dog's so cute. Oh, Tino. Mm-hmm. Tino's a little horn dog. <laughs> I know. I've seen in your video. He's really cute. So I don't know. I, just, I, I think you this cat. Just take a chance. No, you don't want a cat. Cats are horrible. I didn't tell me what I want. I do want a cat. Yeah, but Lily doesn't. Lily, you're right. That's probably why I don't have a cat. I do she does not like them. She told me she don't like them. She did. She told me that too. See? Lily told me she wants to have a brother or sister. She wants me to have a baby. I agree with her. Okay, but listen to how traditional she is. And um, she was like, yeah, so you need to have a husband. So I can't have a, I can't have a baby with a boyfriend. I have to have a baby with a husband, she said. So you got to get married. Got to find a husband. Yeah. Get married. Yeah. So then you need to ask her, say, Lily, if I get married and I get a husband and my husband already has a son, that will become your brother. Can we do it that way? That's a good, that's a good thing to, that's a good angle. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm trying to convince her, like or explain to her, like if I have a baby right now, they're not going to pop out and be able to play with you. They're still going to be a baby <laughs> and you're like, gonna be six years old you have a, a huge gap at this right point. you're gonna be screaming baby yeah and then over time you're gonna find them annoying yeah, yeah I was laughing though like yeah. no she's funny I'm like um yeah you could always do it that way too so how did we end up talking about babies and we're talking about love and lust how did this I mean happen? with love and lust comes babies true <laughs> oh how many people have babies out of lust not love drops Mike 
boom, boom, a lot. <laughs> How many, a lot. That's the <laughs> Salvage song. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. There's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of people who have babies out of lust and not love to keep someone around thinking it's going to evolve into love, but it doesn't. Never, it's never going to evolve into love. and lust is very, very dangerous. So again, T- PSA for all the ladies out there, please, please, please like be very cognizant, especially like young women, because in this day and age and dating in this day and age and like men will say whatever they want. Hell, women to say whatever they want. Make sure someone likes you for you and not any lustful intentions. Exactly. Men, if someone's only lusting after your your money, maybe that's not the best situation for you to be in. You know what I mean? Our money, lifestyle, who you're around. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not just about who they are, but about yeah. who they're around, you know? Sure. So yeah. they might not be trying to get to you. They might be trying to get to your homeboy. Hello. Um, what would you like to cheers to this week? Um uh oh we should cheers to george floyd and derek siobhan shevin i can't say his last name um getting convicted being held accountable i like that a lot of people wrote this is not justice this is accountability he was held i'm glad that he was held accountable for murdering for, yeah for his actions of murdering a guy and abusing his power in law so I say cheers to that because that's a step in the right direction um, for our justice department and people actually getting not justice, but it's, it's the first step. Hopefully we don't take a step back. Um, so I like that. And I agree. What is our what about shut up and wine? I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's someone in the press that I want to shut up and why. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have a shut up and why? Um, yeah, for all the people judging people for getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated. And just like all of that, that's been annoying me. Like all this stuff about what other people are doing. Mind your own goddamn business. And I agree with you. I said, I posted something on there. People were like, this is so true. And it literally said, it was like a scenario. And it was like, such and such got vaccinated. And such and such still minds her own damn business. Like, just mind your own business. If you want to get vaccinated, you can. And if you don't, you don't have to. And it's literally just mind your own business. Don't talk about me for getting vaccinated. Don't talk yeah. about someone else for not getting vaccinated. Just don't just wear your mask and mind your business, people, please. Yeah. Mind your business, wear your mask and maybe like support the people because I seen a really good like TikTok or meme or something like that, a video. And it was like a girl and her friend. And she was like, hey girl, I just left. I just got vaccinated. And she was like, you know, I feel so much better about it. And then the girl was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And so she was like, yeah, I just don't feel like it's the right time for me. And she was like, what? She was like, well, you know, she was like, whenever you feel um, you want to do it or you don't want to do it, she was like, you know, I still support you. And then she was like, but so can we have wine now? 
Right. <laughs> and they like, like and go on about and then they went about their business and had like wine. It was literally like a support. Like one of the girls was like, I don't feel comfortable. And she's like, I'm okay with that. And the one girl who got vaccinated was like, I got vaccinated. She's like, you know, good for you. You feel more comfortable. Like she literally said that. Then she's like, Can we have wine now? She's like, Yeah, come on over. I'll pop a bottle. Right. And then that was the end of it. And basically it was saying, like, you can support a person that didn't get vaccinated and you can support a person who did get vaccinated and guess what they're still going to be friends and have wine so i love it i do too on that note this has been another episode of the broken bougie podcast we'll talk Thank to you, you later. for listening bye